Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, trauma therapist and fellow mama of two. And after years of clinical experience helping hundreds of people heal their childhood wounds, I'm here to help high achieving Christian moms end the cycle of passing hurt to their children and pass emotional health to them instead. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, we trade perfectionism for peace and go from striving out of fear to abiding in God's provision and we turn your form identity from childhood wounds into your born identity in Christ. Heaven wants you healed, not just for you, but for the generation that comes through you. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. Do you want to give your children the childhood you didn't have? When I was healing my father wound, I didn't want my hurt to hinder my relationship with my husband and my children. The number one thing I realized in working with high achieving moms as a trauma therapist is that childhood wounds turn moms into workaholics, worriers, and worth seekers who think that their control is the gateway to change in their family. And I'm on a mission to change that. In fact, I want to make high achieving Christian moms go from perfectionists to peaceful powerhouses. And heal your wounds so that your children don't have to. Grow your emotional maturity so the anxiety from being perfect doesn't lead to controlling your kids and criticizing your husband. And learning how to set burnout-proof boundaries at home, with your extended family, and within your career or business without the guilt. And listen, I know what it feels like to be sick and tired of repeating the same cycles of shame and anxiety and burnout and desperately praying to God for peace, but not truly understanding why you had to go back to your childhood to heal in order to get there. And I also know how confronting the hurt from my dad was not dishonoring him, but it was a means of healing my relationship with God. Not only that, but learning how to disarm my triggers before feeling the mom rage towards my kids or criticizing my husband was a a means for me to eliminate shame from having a bad daughter creep into. Through healing, I know that I'm a better wife and mother when I'm a healed wife and mother. So I full body understand the struggle of not healing and being stuck in those perfectionism cycles. And I also full body advocate for the sanity of healing to get out of those cycles. Whether you are stuck in the cycle of perfectionism or wanting change, but not really knowing how to make it stick, I want to teach you how to end perfectionism by healing your childhood wounds. In my new free life class, The Roadmap to Healing the Root of Your Perfectionism and Ending the Cycle of Passing Down Childhood Wounds, I am going to walk you through how to discover the childhood wound that fuels your perfectionism, why the enemy uses perfectionism to keep you stuck, how to identify your perfectionism blind spots in passing down childhood wounds to your children, and how to learn the skills to break out of the vicious perfectionism cycle. You're going to want to register and join me live, okay? Not only can you ask me your questions directly and get feedback, but if you apply and schedule your call for my new program, Mom Unwounded, within the first 48 hours after the live class and you decide to join, you'll get to join me for a live burnout boot camp workshop. Many high-achieving moms struggle with burnout because you try to heal through doing. So during this workshop, I'm going to teach you how to maintain your ambition without sacrificing your sanity in the process. Click the link in the show notes or go to momfullyu.com backslash roadmap to join us in the live class happening September 20th. I cannot wait to see you there. Now let's get into the episode. Well, hello, hello. Listen, I was having this thought this morning about perfectionism and how I mean, I fall into the category of trying to get things right, having high standards. If you didn't go back and listen to the last episode, go back and listen to that. 
But having these high standards, and I think about the upcoming class that I have coming out, um, the launch of a new program that's starting in October, um, a, for a long time, I wanted to, um, to perfect it, to make sure it was tip top shape before I let anybody see it. And because I, you know, sometimes I believe that you'll, you'll, um, identify with this, but sometimes when things feel bigger than you and it feels like, oh my goodness, I have to, like, this is going to impact someone else, right? I have to get it right. And I have to get it right on the first try. It's our, the high achievers, like a blind spot, right? Us being able to do that sometimes leads into, into procrastination. And one morning I was praying about, you know, all the big dreams and plans and all the things. And, um, God was just sharing with me, just like, do it, do it. Like you can't help people, um, with perfectionism, if a part of you is trying to perfect this gift without room for me to move in the messy and in the imperfection. And so I just, when I'm, when I'm doing this podcast and I'm showing up on Instagram and I'm launching the programs and doing the things, just know that I'm showing up. And I hope it's an example to you to do the hard and the messy um, when it's not perfect because nothing truly is, you know? So today we're going to talk, be talking about um, perfectionism in the sense of parenting and how sneaky it can be and how sneaky it was for me. Um, I know myself and other parents, uh, moms who, you know, after they found out they were pregnant, they go into this phase of, oh, Lord, <laughs> I got to know all the things. Buying the books, listen to the podcast, following the Instagram pages, the Pinterest. Oh, who can forget about the Pinterest? <laughs> All the things, right? Trying to figure out the right amount of information. And that doesn't stop. The older they get, the more nuanced these Google searches become, okay? How to prepare your child for the first day of kindergarten. How to handle tantrums. What do you do when your child says they hate you? What are you supposed to do about setting boundaries, but also being gentle and kind? Like all the things, right? All of these different ways that we try to soak up this information and we try to get it right. We try to get it perfect. And I fell into that camp too. Even, you know, having the knowledge that I do have and working with so, 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 so many families, whether I was working with just the mom or the mom and her child and helping them build, you know, more emotionally healthy relationships, I still was like, girl, it's tough out in these streets. You know what I mean? And so I found myself in this loophole of trying to, um, perfect these different aspects of the way that I was showing up as a mom. And it was driving me crazy. It was keeping me in this cycle of comparison. It was making me on edge and keeping me anxious. Um, and even causing this element of shame. I don't know if you have experienced this. I know my clients have, I know I have where you, you maybe have read something and you're like, Oh, no, I did. I do that. Does that mean that I'm gonna mess my kids up? Like I said that or dang it, that just happened last week, right? And you can put yourself in the cycle of of thinking that you're just a mess up. You're just doing it wrong. And if you don't get it right, your children are doomed. I talked about this element of, you know, what's going to prevent you from hurting your kids versus traumatizing them. It's a very powerful episode. So go back and listen to that if you have the time today. Um, but I think we again, give ourselves these expectations that are unrealistic. But once I started um, laying down this, you know, 
perfectionistic hat as it relates to parenting and being a mom and stepping into that that role of stewardship over my children, I really noticed the shift. So I'm going to talk to you about that. The first of these shifts is um, I stopped trying to be this perfect um, strength for my kids. I remember when um, my firstborn, Judah, she was, oh, little, little, probably not even a month old. And I would sing... Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And then gets to that that little verse was like, they are weak, but he is strong. Listen, every time I sang that, I would just bawl. I would just bawl because I'm like, her little hands and her little feet, she's so weak and nimble and she's in this big world. And if she's not careful, this world will eat her up. Oh my gosh. And there was something in me that's like, you have to be her strength. You got to be strong for her, right? You, you, you got to step up. And like when she's weak, you got to be strong. And I was replacing myself with Jesus in that moment. The song says where they are weak, he is strong, not chastity, not you. But I had put this pressure on myself that I have to be strong. I have to be the one that knows it all, does it all, exemplifies it all. And I have to do it in a way that it doesn't damage her, that it prepares her for the big wide world that's coming ahead of her. Right. I have to be her strength. And when I stop trying to uh, fulfill that role that God consumes, Right. He loves our children more than we can. And I know that that's like it's trippy. Right. To think that God can love our children more than we love them. But it's true. These are his kids, you know, and our strength is very limited. And the quicker we um, put ourselves in this you know, mind frame of accepting that and saying, you know what? I do have limitations. I can't do it all. I can't be the. Um, the superwoman, the supermom. I, I, I can't. There are voids in my life. There are limitations to my strength that I need God to help me feel. I need the Holy Spirit to come in and be like, girl, don't do that. Do this. Say that. Don't do that. Right. It's like there has to be an emptiness um, in us that makes room, that makes space for him to come in and be that strength. So when I laid this like I got to be strong foundation down. It was like, okay, I don't have to be strong. He's strong for them, right? The other thing is um, having to, or, or having this expectation that I needed to always be proactive. I saw this happening with my clients a lot. I saw it within myself, but this thing of like, I must catch every little thing before it happens, right? Any little bad thing that could happen, um, any little hiccup, I need to, you know, when your your child is learning how to walk or they're you know, learning how to ride a bike, there's something new on the horizon that could, you know, cause some harm to them if they, you know, slip or whatever. Um, and so we're on guard, right? It's just like, oh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're on it, trying to make sure that we catch them, trying to make sure that we're proactive um, so that they don't run into the harm that's ahead of uh, ahead of them. And while I do believe that there's a part of our responsibility and, sh- and stewardship for our children is to be the ones that look around the corner, right? We've lived life uh, um, for a little bit and we know a little something about life. We don't know everything, but we know a little something about life. And so like, how do we 
how do we help kind of guard our children and be that rod for them to say, okay, this way, this way, as the Holy Spirit guides you, you are then able to guide your children. Yes. Right. But also I think that there is an unhealthy portion of that. Well, you're always on guard. You're always um, on edge about what's to come, that you always have to be proactive, right? And then again, going back to that whole strength thing, there's no way that you or I or any other mom is going to be able to catch every single thing. Being proactive is amazing. Being proactive in the way that you communicate with other people, being proactive in your self-care, in your walk with God, um, in your parenting with your husband, like it's great to be proactive, But sometimes things fall through the cracks. We can't catch it all because we don't know all. We might think we do, right? We may think that uh, just because we read something here or another friend shared about their child or, you know, something else is happening at work. It's like, oh, I've been through this. I know that I need to do this in this scenario. Maybe not. Maybe not. We don't know it all. So it's impossible for us to be proactive all the time. So laying down this sense of, I am the, I am the, the spearhead of all hurt. Well, okay. That's not the right, what I'm trying to say. Let me slow down. <laughs> I am the protector of all hurt. Shout out to all of my quiz takers who have been coming, um, and telling me your quiz results over on Instagram. I love hearing it. The protector is one of those quiz results. So shout out to you. If that's, that's one of your results. Um, but yeah, like I have to be the protector of my family of my kids. I have to be this safeguard, right? I have to be proactive in every single thing. When you stop trying to perfect that, I believe that your peace will come easier to you. That sure, you're going to have worries. Worry is a natural and common human emotion. It really is. Anxiety is too. And the need for anxiety is real. It is. But sometimes it's overused. Sometimes anxiety don't know when to leave. Coach, I got it. Okay. I've submitted it to Jesus already. There's no need for you to keep sticking around, right? So we have to we have to take this thought of like I am the protector here. I am the one who has to be proactive and lay that down. As soon as we're able to do that and we take this um a lot of my clients have this sense of responsibility, whether they were the oldest in their family or they just were the one that that stood up and was responsible or the one who knew how to um uh, kind of make, maybe not make light of, but they knew how to navigate the different dynamics between their parents or, um, parent to child, right? Like, let me just go talk to her and you know, you might, you won't be in trouble anymore. You know, like they knew how to negotiate in their childhood, take on this sense of responsibility for every person around them when they're an adult, right? That, childhood wound of being responsible, being uh, parentified so young comes up even when you're not a child. You're still the parent and not just of children, but parent of everything. I'm the responsible one of everything. Everything that goes right or wrong at work, it's me. Everything that goes right or wrong in the marriage, it's me. It's me, it's me, it's me, right? And so taking um, taking that role off of you, it doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to you. Um, and then the other thing of perfecting is just really the other thing about perfectionism, right? Um, when it comes to parenting and motherhood is really just seeing that as we are in our flawed being, um, we, we're, we're made for the job. 
We really are. I know we're like inundated with information about what we could be doing. And don't say this. And you can say this. And say this script. And repeat it after me. And then all the things. Um, and it can be a lot. It can be a lot. But you are equipped. The Holy Spirit equips you for this job. You have what it takes not to ruin your kids without perfectionism. You don't need it. Now, I know your childhood wounds will have you think that you do. That fear of things crumbling and the tables um, being turned on you, right? Everybody's eyes are going to be on you because you let it happen on your watch. You think you need perfectionism to help you do that. And if you need perfectionism to help you do it, then the question is, do, do you need God? Yeah. So. You have what it takes not to ruin your kids. If that is, has been a huge fear of your, yours, which it has been for a lot of my clients who've experienced childhood wounds, I don't want to repeat the cycle, right? Um, you just need to have the skills to be able un, to be able to unleash what those things are, what it is that you already have a possession over, right? To use what you got, use what you got, right? When you join the um upcoming life class, we're going to talk about the blind spots that perfectionism uh, kind of gives you when it comes to passing down childhood wounds and how we fall into this trap of, again, I need it. I need this to happen. But when you operate from this idea of this needs to be perfect, I need to have it in this right or wrong right now uh, or never type of um, uh, thought pattern, Um, how it's an easy target for you to be able to accidentally pass down wounds to your children. We're going to talk about how this happens in the life class. And so I can't wait to see you there. Momfulu.com backslash roadmap so that you can get started. And my new program is coming up soon. We'll talk about that later. But until then, it's been so fun chatting with you today. I cannot wait to do it again. But until then, take care.